Thank you very much, and uh, thank you for inviting me here, uh, especially to our organizers and to the University of Alberta. Uh, so the question that I'm, I'm looking at here is uh, about trust in NGOs. Uh, so a lot of times when we study NGO politics, we might study the NGOs or the state itself, but oftentimes we don't focus on the mass public and how they view NGOs. Uh, so to look at this in a sort of, uh, in a somewhat narrow slice, I want to look at public trust in NGOs. Uh, what is the sort of the overall level of public trust? Why do some people trust NGOs but not others? And to sort of fit more with the theme of the conference, uh, what effect does the state have on public trust in NGOs? Uh, so the argument that I want to make here is that public trust is relatively low. Uh, and we don't have a whole lot of data points, but the trend seems to be downward. So it seems like public trust is declining. Uh, the close ties between NGOs and the state uh, generally mean that trust in local governments exerts a fairly strong uh, influence on trust NGOs, uh, and for better or for worse, as we'll, as we'll see. Uh, the lack of associational freedoms and the sort of uh, uh, somewhat repressive political environment also is depressing trust in NGOs, and the political culture more broadly uh, has exerted a somewhat mixed impact on trust. So, we don't have a whole lot of uh, attention paid in the literature on trust in institutions, trust in organizations, to NGOs. Uh, but there does seem to be a general consensus that trust is very important for NGOs. So broadly speaking, we see uh, in the broader literature two approaches to explaining institutional trust, one being performance. Uh, this is basically uh, rational, that citizens rationally evaluate institutions on the basis of their outputs, on the basis of their performance. And the second is culture, which is that citizens will trust institutions or organizations if they are uh, resonant with and embody shared cultural values. Uh, so there has been a fair amount of research into trust in the Chinese state, uh, which has found support for both performance and cultural theories, uh, especially economic performance, as we all know, is a, a strong source of legitimacy for the state, but also the performance of local governments in delivering goods. Uh, and there's some suggestion that maybe media exposure uh, enhances trust in the state. But also, uh, culture exerts a fairly strong influence. So China has uh, what would generally be seen as a political culture that is permissive of authoritarianism. Uh, hierarchical attitudes towards authority. Uh, so respect for state authority that tends to increase trust. But also uh, more of an emphasis on collective self-interest rather than uh, an individual definition of self-interest. So for trust in NGOs, uh, we know in post-communist states, trust in NGOs is generally uh, weak, is generally low. 
uh, much more so than in other post-authoritarian contexts. Uh, one argument that's been made is that the affiliation, the close affiliation with the state will be uh, undermining China, uh, trust in NGOs in China over the long run. Uh, and we also have uh, some hypotheses that maybe corruption, official corruption is undermining trust in NGOs. Uh, but these have just been uh, put forth more in passing uh, rather than being the main focus. Okay, so we have two basic sources of data on uh, public trust in NGOs. One is the World Value Survey, uh, which is conducted throughout the world. They asked about the Chinese environmental movement. And we can see in the 1990s, it was about 70% increasing to 88% in 2001 and declining 10 percentage points in 2007. But still fairly high levels of trust. Uh, we also have data on the women's movement. And we see here a similar trend sort of increasing in the 1990s until 2000 and then going down again in 2007. But we should be somewhat cautious with this data uh, because these two NGO sectors are probably not really representative of the NGO sector as a whole. The environmental movement is the oldest and probably the most respected NGO sector in China. And the women's movement is probably uh, associated in the minds of uh, many Chinese citizens with uh, the mass organization, the ACWF. So we also have the Asian barometer, uh, which is run out of Taiwan and conducted in, uh, I think, about a dozen Asian countries uh, and is similar to the Eurobarometer on the barometers in uh, Africa and the Middle East. Here they ask about trust in NGOs uh, more broadly. And the results are uh, much more depressing uh, in a way. So we have here uh, this 2002 survey. It's only about 54% who say that they trust NGOs. And it falls by about half to about 28% in uh, 2008. So it's a fairly precipitous decline. Uh, and we can also see, even of those who trusted NGOs, most of them chose that they trusted it quite a lot rather than a great deal. So we can see a certain amount of, uh, of skepticism and uh, even distrust uh, towards NGOs. And this is uh, somewhat of an anomaly, uh, even within China, because the Chinese generally have a fair amount of trust in political institutions. So if we compare it to other political or social institutions, trust in NGOs down here at the bottom is really the lowest, or one of the lowest. Uh, so we can see here that there is really a almost incredible amount of trust in uh, central level political institutions, 98, 90%, very high. And these more lower level political institutions have lower levels of trust, but still very high. Local governments, about 80% to almost 60%. But we can also see here 
a trend towards declining trust. So between these two surveys, there's not much change at the national level, but at the local level, uh, we can see trust in local governments, trust in the civil service, and trust in television have all fallen fairly dramatically. Uh, and this is something that uh, will become important later. But NGOs, just to, to reiterate there, among the, uh, the highest declines in trust. So we could say that compared to most Chinese political institutions, trust is low. We could also say that compared to most other East Asian states, trust is low to moderate. Uh, so here we see in the, uh, the first wave of the Asian barometer conducted between 2001 and 2003, China is at 54% higher only than the Philippines and generally on the low end of the scale. If we look again, the second survey, now China is clearly uh, much lower than all of the other East Asian countries in the survey, uh, even Vietnam, which has about 38% trust. So in comparative context as well, trust in NGOs in China is relatively low. Uh, so what I'm going to do in this next section uh, is talk about some of the determinants of trust. So what kinds of attitudes or beliefs influence whether or not you trust NGOs. So the scale they go from is from one being not at all, four being a great deal, uh, for making the analysis easier, I collapse this into mostly distrust or mostly trust. So we have zero is distrust, uh, one is trust. So in terms of NGO state relations, we know that their ties to the local government are often relatively close compared to in other countries. And so it's likely that trust in national or local governments might influence trust in NGOs. And as we saw, levels of trust were very high, although for local governments, trust declined fairly significantly. Now, we might also think that this attitude towards NGOs could be tied to more general perceptions and legitimacy of the political system. So in uh, 2002, 94% of respondents thought that the political system was the best form for them. And this fell to uh, still very high 86% in 2008. Uh, we've also seen that corruption might influence uh, trust in NGOs, and half of respondents saw local governments as being corrupt in both surveys. Uh, but national officials were seen as much less corrupt, so only 15% in 2002 and about 6% in 2008. Now we could also look at the broader sort of political environment, thinking here about uh, really uh, freedom of speech, freedom of association. And I think the, the general trend seems to be that maybe the environment for NGOs has deteriorated somewhat during the who when era, uh, and especially after the color revolutions in uh, Central Asia and Eastern Europe. 
So at the highest levels, maybe we're seeing a bit more uh, suspicion uh, towards NGOs. And so maybe this might uh, come through in media exposure. So maybe citizens who read more about news would be less likely to trust NGOs. The other thing this might pick up too is accountability scandals. Uh, but these surveys are in 2002 and 2008, which is before some of the bigger and more recent scandals. Uh, now at the same time, if you are afraid of joining an NGO, uh, then it seems unlikely that you would trust an NGO, right? So in 2002, 75% uh, of respondents said, I think I can join NGOs or I have more freedom to join organizations than I did previously. Uh, so in 2008, the wording of the question changes slightly and it is, uh, can you join any organization without risk? And 66% think that they can or join an organization without risk. So only about two-thirds of people. Uh, so if you feel this is a risky behavior, it's probably less likely that you'll trust NGOs. Finally, we also have the authoritarian political culture. So 75% uh, of uh, respondents in both surveys felt that organized groups disrupt social harmony. So this is uh, an attitude that would seem to be fairly intolerant of uh, NGOs. And 60% in both surveys felt that too many ways of thinking in society can lead to chaos. So we don't see very strong support either for freedom of organization or freedom of speech. Uh, now the other measures for the sort of an authoritarian political culture that are sort of uh, traditional things that you would look at would be the relationship towards authority. So the uh, hierarchical attitudes. So in 2002, 60% said that government leaders are like the head of a family and we should follow their decisions. And in 2008, and this actually somewhat surprised me, in 2008, uh, this rose to 83%. So very strong support for a hierarchical attitude towards authority, which tends to increase trust in an authoritarian state uh, versus in a Western democracy, we might expect to see a reciprocal attitude towards democracy. Uh, and also, we have a measure of uh, your definition of self-interest. So here the question is, if a or the statement is, if a government policy serves the interests of the majority of the people, I should support it even if it jeopardizes my private interests. So this indicates uh, placing primacy on collective interests and about 82% agreed. Now in terms of the uh, results, here we have the results for the relationship with the state and the political environment for NGOs. And again, the uh, the dependent variable we're looking at is trust in NGOs. Uh, so we can see here, trust in the national government does not exert any influence on trust in NGOs. While trust in local governments actually does, uh, which makes some sense since NGOs would probably have very little contact with national governments and much more with local governments. But the political environment 
in 2002 did not exert any influence on trust in NGOs. Now we can see here the uh, authoritarian political culture had some impact. Uh, so respondents who felt that organized groups disrupt harmony were uh, less likely to trust NGOs. So here, uh, if you agree with the statement, it's a one. And if you trust NGOs, that is also a one. Uh, so if we have this positive coefficient here, it actually means we're trusting less. Uh, but paradoxically, the authoritarian political culture, this sort of a hierarchical attitude towards authority, actually helped trust in NGOs. So it seems like this respect for authority is maybe spilling over somewhat to NGOs. Possibly because they are, are maybe recognized by the state, although obviously a lot of them are unregistered. I've included some, some controls. So women were more likely to trust NGOs. Young people were more likely to trust NGOs. And the uneducated uh, were more likely to trust NGOs. So now uh, we have uh, the 2008 results, which are fairly similar. Uh, so here we can see trust in local government uh, continues to influence trust in NGOs. And this is important, remember, because trust in local governments has declined precipitously. So what that means is the declining legitimacy of local governments seems to be dragging down trust in NGOs as well. We also have a new measure uh, that's uh, sort of interesting. So this was a new question in the survey. Government officials withhold important information. And if you agree with this, then you're more likely to trust NGOs. So it seems like there are almost two bases of support here for NGOs. On the one hand, for people who trust NGOs or trust local governments, they trust NGOs. And on the other hand, these people who are skeptical of what government officials are saying, they also trust NGOs. And these two atti attitudes are negatively and significantly correlated. So they're not the same group of people. So that's a sort of interesting result. Corruption, once again, does not exert any influence on trust in NGOs. Although this is, this is asking about uh, local official corruption, uh, not so much NGOs. But the political environment becomes very important in 2008, uh, which I think says something about the, the sort of more skeptical stance, perhaps, of the WHO administration uh, towards NGOs in this sort of later period. So if you follow news about government and politics, you're less likely to trust NGOs. And if you are afraid of or joining organizations, if you think joining organizations is risky, then you're also less likely to trust NGOs. The authoritarian political culture actually had a really sort of interesting and, and puzzling result here. So citizens who feel that organized groups disrupt harmony are actually more likely to trust NGOs in 2008. And I haven't really been able to figure out any obvious reason for this unless they think 
harmony is a bad thing. Harmony, obviously, is a very politically charged term uh, in, the, in 2008. Not so much in 2002, right? This is before the uh, harmonious society. And citizens who think that too many ways of thinking make uh, society chaotic are still less likely to trust NGOs. So that uh, it goes with our expectations. Uh, and with the controls this time, social trust is significant. Uh, gender, significant again, saying women trusted NGOs more. Uh, another sort of interesting result here is that the young distrusted NGOs in 2008, which is the opposite of what it was in 2002. Uh, and higher class respondents trusted NGOs more. Uh, and that was not significant at all in 2002. So what do we seem to be seeing here? One is that trust in NGOs is low, seems to be declining, although with only two data points, it's sort of hard to tell. Close ties to local governments may have helped NGOs when people trusted local governments, but now that they do not trust local governments as much, this is actually hurting them. And the political environment is worse now than it was in 2002, I think, which is also depressing trust. While the authoritarian political culture has a mixed effect. So my tentative predictions then, based upon this data, is that over the long run, this NGO-state relations, this sort of pattern is likely to exert a negative influence on trust. So the general trend would seem to be towards declining trust in government, which should probably drag trust in NGOs down further. And probably the Arab Spring is renewing some fears about the subversive nature of NGOs. So I don't really think the political environment will improve too much, although that's much more speculative. And the political culture remains largely intolerant of freedom of organization and expression. All right, thank you very much.